Have you ever wondered why exactly it is that things usually sound better at home than they do on stage, in auditions, or even in lessons? It's easy to chalk it up to nerves or assume that you just have to practice more or get more performance experience. And sure, those things certainly are part of the puzzle, but a lot of times that's not really the true root cause. If you've been confused by the inconsistency of your performances, I put together a free four-minute quiz called the Mental Skills Audit, which will help you pinpoint your mental strengths and weaknesses and figure out what exactly to adjust and tweak in your preparation for more consistently optimal performances. You can take the Mental Skills Audit online at bulletproofmusician.com MSA. That's MSA for Mental Skills Audit. And again, it's 100% free, and it'll take just four minutes to get your results emailed to you as a PDF. Hi, this is Noah Kageyama, and you're listening to the Bulletproof Musician Practice Hack of the Week. What did finals week, the first few months after having a child, and housebreaking a puppy with the world's tiniest bladder, have in common? Well, all are potentially stressful moments in life when experience and research suggest that we are more likely to catch a cold. And sure, colds are inconvenient and unpleasant, of course, but at least we're usually back to our old selves within a week or so. Injuries, on the other hand, can be much more debilitating and take far longer to recover from. Wait, hold on a second. Injuries? Well, one of the most stressful periods in my life was senior year of high school. There were fall semester grades to worry about, SATs to study for, college application essays to write, competition tapes to make, auditions to prepare for, and not enough time in the day to do all of that. Curiously, it was the only time I've ever experienced a playing-related injury. So could that just be a coincidence, or are stress and injuries potentially related in some way? A team of researchers at the University of Missouri wondered the same thing, and so they analyzed injury data from the school's football team to see if there was any relationship between the school's academic calendar and players' injuries during the season. They started by dividing the season into three basic periods. The first three weeks of the season, training camp, was categorized as a period of high physical stress. University-wide exam weeks, like midterms and finals, were identified as periods of high academic stress. Then all the other weeks were considered periods of low academic stress. Out of 101 total athletes on the team, 60 suffered injuries that were serious enough to restrict their activities in either practices or games during the 20-week season. So the question then became about timing. Did these injuries occur randomly throughout the season, or were they clustered around periods of high physical or high academic stress? As you can imagine, there tended to be more injuries during training camp, when the athletes were going through longer and more intense workouts. To be exact, there were twice as many injuries during high physical stress weeks than during high academic stress weeks, and four times as many injuries as during low academic stress weeks. But more intriguingly, and more relevant to the question at hand, there were almost two times as many injuries suffered during exam weeks than during non-exam weeks. The researchers then looked even more carefully at the injury data. Specifically, they looked at injury data for just the starters and those who actually got playing time during the season. 
Among those who played in games, this stress effect was even more pronounced, with three times as many injuries occurring during exam weeks as compared with non-exam weeks. And among these active players, there was actually no difference in the injury rate between periods of high physical stress and periods of high academic stress. In other words, among those who actually played in games from week to week, high academic stress appears to have been just as important a factor in injuries as high physical stress. The authors proposed a number of explanations for these findings. For instance, they suggest that non-starters may have tried harder during training camp, putting themselves at greater risk of injury and trying to impress coaches and earn a starting position. But what's actually going on in this relationship between stress and injury? What is it that makes an athlete more prone to being injured when stressed? Well, several theories and models have been proposed over the years, and while there is probably no single link between stress and injury, the basic idea is that when we're stressed, we may be A, more distracted, and B, more physically tight, which increases our risk of injury. And yes, football involves way more physical contact with a whole set of unpredictable variables than playing the piano or trombone, but other studies have found similar trends between stress and injury across a range of individual sports, from gymnastics to skiing to track and field. So aside from avoiding stress, as if it were that easy, what are we supposed to do? Well, I think the main takeaway is that we should be wary of overlooking how much of an effect stress can have on our physical well-being. That it's during stressful times in life when we may most need to keep our spidey senses attuned to the physical tension that can creep into long orchestra rehearsals, marathon opera performances, or recording sessions from all these stressors in our lives offstage. And while it's during periods of high stress that we often feel we can least afford to take a study or practice break, paradoxically, these might be the times when we need it the most. So rather than priding ourselves on a relentless, more is better work ethic, perhaps we should experiment with being just as relentless about incorporating strategic breaks to maintain our focus and recharge our batteries. Like a well-timed nap, or a walk to clear your head and get unstuck or an evening with friends, or even a thought-provoking documentary or show on Netflix, or maybe all of the above, like how awesome would it be to reward yourself for a productive week of practice with a nap, followed by a walk to a friend's place to watch, say, episode one of Ugly Delicious with some pizza. And why pizza? Well, just trust me when I say that it's probably what you'll want to be eating when you watch that first episode. <laughs> 